When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is April 4th. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. We're burning, we're burning, we're burning for you. Last song of Burn Week. Excited for the burns. Jake, you got to do three of his burns. I'm talking Yanks, if you're unsure what that is. It's when Jake recaps the games in a fun fashion. How you doing on this Thursday morning, my friend Jake? I'm all right, man. Brutal start to the day. Brutal. Besides that tune, that's the kind of music I was raised on. That's... Cl- that's the good stuff. Um, You've liked the last two days. Yeah, man. Trying, trying to tell you that. I mean, classic rock in the '80s. I mean, '80s is kind of my own thing that I didn't even realize I evolved into as a human. Uh, but yeah, any any classic rock song like that. Well, hear that song come out. Hear that joint come out. I have no idea. I never heard this song before. It's Blue Oyster Cult. No oh, man, burning for you. Do you know Blue Oyster Cult? I like to have heard the the those three words put together. It's the famous SNL skit. It's the uh, the Will Ferrell cowbell skit. Oh okay, but I've never listened um, to Blue Oyster Cult. So which yeah, eighty one. So yeah, that's still that's still classic rock era there. Um, right. I oh I owe everyone an apology for getting what did I get wrong yesterday? I said Lethal Weapon. Instead of Beverly Hills Cop, I fucked up. It's on yeah. me. I issue a formal apology. Eddie Murphy deserves an apology, the people are saying. Eddie Murphy deserves an apology. Well he known. deserves well, an apology for making so many uh, Dr. Doolittles. Well-known good guy, Eddie Murphy. Um, I wish he'd make more Dr. Doolittles. Those aren't the problem. Um, but... Yeah, I like Blue Oyster Cult. We, um, man, I, I don't know. Being, being part of a couple is something you don't experience until you're part of it. Like, oh I'm, my god! <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know it. You you have days. It's what shows like Modern Family and things are built on and and doing it. But yeah, I mean, I'm ready to go. Set up at like seven ten. Getting my day started. Trying to get some. Some extra work stuff I have to get done before that. Uh, 
The girlfriend was wondering a little late, so I'm I'm distracting myself. Um because, you know, the dogs gets going and, you know, just waiting for her to get on her way. Uh, car didn't work. Uh, battery needed to be jumped. So I've got, like, the battery jumper thing I bragged about here one day. Went down there. She was trying to use it. Um, it like, didn't, I don't know, wasn't wasn't tinkering with it the right way. So then I got there and I was. But then she was... Now she's mad at herself for being late, so she kept trying to start it before the battery would actually charge. And then the other battery kind of ran out of battery. Um, so she's starting to get hysterical because she's late for a meeting. And then um, she ordered a Uber, and then the Uber canceled. And then um, I was like, you know, if you wait a little bit, um, I, I can get the car going and you'll be fine. Um, no, still hysterical. Second, she gets in the Uber, got the car to work. <laughs> um, I mean, just, just standard operating procedure. An episode of any episode with the family dynamic you've seen for the past 30 years from home improvement to, uh, um, Scooby-Doo, some family aspects in there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just as bad as a start to the day as you can get. Um, and now we're here. Speaking we're of Scooby Doo and girlfriends, sure. Katie said she's gonna do. Uh, what's the nerd from Scooby Doo? I don't know the, any of the Scooby Doo characters. I know Scooby and Scrappy. Fuck! I this is gonna piss Dharma. Maybe. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! She said she was gonna be here for Halloween today, this morning. So, um, Daphne, Daphne. So now you know that I'm going to hold her to her, hold it to her, hold that to her for the rest of her life. Can't tell me you're going to do something right. for Halloween. Right. Do you think she odds of her doing it for Halloween? The odds of her doing it for Halloween, the odds of her doing yeah. it for Halloween, pretty high. I can rely on her, unlike others who have made Halloween promises before. Well. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Now now I'm vested, which makes you maybe more pushy to make her do that, which kind of throws off the standard for it. But I'm interested nah, she to see. Already has, she already has the glasses. Who are you going to be? Oh, I don't do anything for Halloween. But it's it's a couple's thing, and you're doing Scooby-Doo characters. So who are you going to be? The dog, I guess. A bad guy? I'll just I'll just be a bad guy. You, yeah. Now, see, now I'm into it. If if you get into it, I'm I'm in. Um, no, I hate Halloween. So I hate. I like all the festivities of Halloween. I hate wearing costumes. Your costumes are the bad guys in Scooby Doo. Like they say, there's a ghost there, and it just turns out to be old man Frank wearing a sheet around his head, trying to yeah. scare the kids. Yeah, I can get so down you with actually. That. A hot, a Scooby Doo bad guy would be pretty good for you. I usually just dye my beard a color and then say I'm someone who has that colored. Like I made my beard all white and I said I was the captain of the Titanic. That was right. a good costume. People are like, "What it's are you?" I was like, I'm the captain of the Titanic. Dummy. It was your se- second best dyed beard costume, easily. What was my best, Billy Mays? Yeah. Yeah, Billy Mays was pretty good. That was I just wore a blue shirt and I just put OxyClean. I printed out the OxyClean logo and just taped it to my shirt. 
It was perfect. Everyone knew who you were instantly. You didn't have to get dressed up. I guess you like doing beard stuff. I guess that's Billy leaked May's out here. today. Um, Easy yeah, one. I don't like getting dressed up. I'm too insecure. Like well, I, ca- I can't, I can't get myself into like everyone's doing it. It's fun. I'd rather just not do it. I've been like that since I was a little kid. I used to walk around Halloween not in a costume when everyone else was in costume. My mom was like, "Isn't it more embarrassing?" To be the only one not in a costume, and in my brain, no, it was like, nope, more embarrassing. And then you uh, went to college and you did Halloween with us, and we partied and did oh, robbers yeah. and. Got to be drunk to do it. Then I can. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Then I can do it. But uh, I'll be a bad guy from Scooby Doo. I'm googling bad guy Scooby Doo's. It's just like a bunch of green goblins. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I've seen the ghost. Um, usually they like unzip an outfit. Um, I mean, maybe you just put someone else in a full zip-up costume and say it's yourself. Um, you've got options. I mean, no, this guy's literally... Well, in this picture, it looks a little clannish, but this guy is just bedsheet over him. That's easy. I've done that. Toga party. That's what I'm saying. You're already ready. But like, no, I'm like- no excuses. I want to go live somewhere where the kids come to my house for Halloween because it's more fun to see all the little kids in their outfits and and that stuff than it is to go to a Halloween party. I am. Yeah. Only uh, only bummer is I was excited for that one year in Denver and you don't realize you have to live in like suburbia, suburbia, suburbia for that. Yeah. I, uh, a couple places I lived got that. But even Connecticut in Connecticut and Newtown. People would um, drive the kids from house to house or they would like get tractors like uh, like four dads would get a tractor like a hayride. Yeah. Newtown's too spaced out. I mean, Middle- Middlebury and Southbury was the same thing. You didn't go- you had to go to specific neighborhoods that the houses were closer together. Yeah. In Newtown, Connecticut, First Street gets all the trick or treaters. So they raise money for those houses. They like have a candy drive, basically. Because the people that live there, they get fucked. They're like, listen, we love it. We're going to give your kids candy, but we can't afford to spend 500 bucks on candy yeah. on Halloween. But I think the town does it right. They're like, okay, well, that's where it goes. So you guys are like being forced to host this, but we'll pay for the candy. And I was like, that's a nice community. I like that. Yeah, it's working together. Yeah. How was your day yesterday, Jake? How was my day yesterday? Yankees lost another crusher. Um... Got some stuff done, still got a lot more to do, which now, like, that's affecting this day big time because I already feel like I've lost an hour, and that's going to be a mental hurdle I'm not going to be able to get over all day. Um, yesterday, uh, it was all right, man, until until the t- top of the eighth. Like, and you just, I, I, I don't want to say I knew what was coming because I was hopeful it wasn't, but... Yanks are putting a ton of pressure on their relievers, and they're not scoring any runs, and you crack. Um, so I don't know. My day was fucking blur after the game. I tried to eat something, and then we recorded. We recorded. Um, I don't know. Uh, five. Not a great day for you, huh? No idea, yeah, man. It was it was gone gone before it started, and now I I already feel like today's like that. So maybe I'm le- letting my current status affect that. But um, there it is. Boom. I liked yesterday. Yankee game was bad, but 
got a lot of work done. There was a couple tasks that for us, like an event we're trying to host and a business side of things that I thought were going to be like really daunting, but I got them done. And then um, money transaction happened. That was nice. That put me in a good mood. <clears throat> the Yankees is the only thing that's bad, but you and I recorded and I thought we did a good show and I like that and it got stuff done. And then last night, Katie went out to like a party or some shit. So I was home alone. And I just smoked, and then I was just sitting around. When I'm home alone, I don't know what to do, because I can sit on the couch and watch shows. Right. But like, then I'm just, like, fidgety. So I just literally stay in this chair. I live in this chair. It's kind of sad. But mm. there was the Ron Culpa incident, which we can talk about later. But I made a breakdown of it. I was like, fuck it. It's, it was midnight. Fuck it. I'm going to make a breakdown of this. It sounds interesting to me. And uh, people really like it. So that was fun. Nice. Uh, but, yeah. I got a ton done, so I, I liked yesterday, so I'm giving it a solid six. Nice, man. I, I need that. What? Uh, which character does Katie want to be? The nerdy one, Daphne. She Daphne. Has, she has Daphne glasses now. Okay. The uh, Daphne and Velma are, no, are allegedly... No, Velma, Velma, Velma. Not Daphne, Daphne and Velma are allegedly supposed to be... A, Gay in the new Scooby-Doo spinoff. Nice. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Velma, not Daphne. That's who she's going to be. Daily Dot reporting that. Good for the Daily Dot. It's like Harry Potter saying everyone was gay and had all these diseases now. Yeah. How did we miss that? Um, that was fun for a couple of days. I, you know, I love when the internet in the world can agreeably sink their teeth into the same thing. And it was J.K. Rowling just... Just like every other day, someone, <laughs> another character uh, was gay or hooking up with someone or had something else weird, and everyone was like, <laughs> they were doing all those, like when when nobody says anything, like it'd be nobody says anything, colon, and J.K. Rowling being like, <laughs> Dumbledore sucked cock. <laughs> <It's> like, Whoa. <laughs> that was pretty good. All right, lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any of the characters, but I appreciate the ridiculousness of what she's trying to do. Dumbledore just reacted to that. <clears throat> I just, I just, you know, it. Hermione, that one's the girl, and the actress that played her, you know, Harry. I know Harry, I don't know Dumbledore unless he's the redhead. That's the only other character I know. Those three, no, Dumbledore runs Frogwarts. He's the old guy, he's Ian McClellan. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, man. Who's the redhead kid? Let's not, let's not. I'm over you. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Um, all right. We got anything else we got to talk about? No? Just go straight into sports? So. Zimmer. Here's what's happening with Zimmer, if everyone wants an update. My dog. He poops all the time, and we can't, like, keep up. We need a doggy door and a leash. You know what I want to invent, Jake? You okay. have a doggy door, right? And then there's, like, when they put their head through the doggy door... It automatically like snaps a leash around their neck, like a loose lasso form rope that's connected to the doggy door, and then it strings out and gives them leash. Yeah, I mean that's a great way to kill a bunch of dogs and go to jail forever. It doesn't choke them; it's choke proof. I just need you to think about the process. Yeah, I it, it I don't know if it could exist because the only problem is how does he get back in and get it off his neck. Yeah, because you just killed your dog. Because You're selling dog nooses. Try it. No, we'll I put mean, them on the website. It's a leash. It's just a leash that 
is loosely around his neck, and he can go outside at night and not leave. You know the the fix is to having a fenced in yard with a doggy door. But uh, yeah. So he he's old and he just poops everywhere. So for four nights in a row, yep. we've woke up to. He tries to hold his poop, but he can't because he but because he, he knows he doesn't want to go in the house. So he like walks around tightening his butt cheeks and then it drips out. So we've walked up to a circle of poop around our kitchen table. And at this point, it's on us. Like, we need to do something to stop this from happening. But we don't really have a good area that we could, like, gate him in. Mm. We need to put down some poop sheets. But I, I said to Katie today, like, if we don't do anything about it today, we're the idiots. So before yeah, it's tonight, on you at this point. it's on Katie and I tonight to tr- find a solution, see if he'll poop on, like, those poop mats, you know? Yeah. If we leave one in the kitchen, see if he'll do it, and then try to contain him to one area so he can't walk circles around the house, dropping it everywhere. Um, so I'll give you an update uh, tomorrow, and we'll see where we're at. Thanks. I think today's the fourth day of the week, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, woke up to a circle of shit in the kitchen. Tough. Yeah, <laughs> not fun. All right, let's go into Tri-State. The Yankees lost to the Orioles, and they lose the series. No, they lost to the Tigers, my bad. They lost to the Orioles earlier, and they may lose the Orioles tonight. We'll see. Hopefully not. But they lost to the Tigers yesterday. They lost the series. Boyd on the Tigers struck out 13 batters, a career high for them. 18 total batters from the Yankees struck out. Just abysmal and bad. Jake and I gave out some awards on Talking Yanks today. Had some fun, but it has not been fun. More injuries. Uh, Tulowitzki goes down. He's hurt crazy no one saw that coming the Mets on the other hand keep winning they beat the Marlins again DeGrom took matters into his own hands this year Jake he said fuck you guys I'll be my own run support takes Trevor Richard deep in the third inning Peter Alonzo just missed hitting his second home run Cano hit an RBI double it was six nothing Marlins tried to come back I think they got the tying run to the plate at one point didn't happen. DeGrom, and DeGrom ends the game with 14 Ks. Go Mets, go. The Knicks lost to the Magic 114-100. to Hazonia dropped 29 points. Good job, Mario. The Nets lost to the Raptors by 10, and the Rangers got flamed by the Flames. Everyone enjoy your bad day. Wrong button. Whew. Bum, 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 bum. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like baseball, so I can say more things about it because I naturally just kind of look up the storylines on my own. Good. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Yankees are, are down in the dumps right now. They now officially have 11, 11 of their 40-man players on the DL. 11. What's that, more than a fourth? Uh yeah, I mean you're just just below a half because half would be twelve and a half. Half would be twelve and a half. Oh, twenty five man, babe. Yeah, that's where yeah. I was. Sorry. Yeah, forty man. Who cares? <clears throat> that's all the rosters work, man. Yeah, nobody cares. Um, that's bad. Yeah, How about the Grom going deep? A lot of pitchers have been raking. Granky hit two home runs. Degrom hits a home run. Cancel the DH, you think? Yeah, I saw Keith Hernandez talking the other day, and he was talking about the strategy and all the lineup dancing and all that, and no, don't care. Um, 
I mean, soon the the evolution of baseball is field players are going to have to be able to pitch. I mean, DeGrom used to play shortstop. Um, I mean, that's that's what this is going to turn into, just this versatile world of players that pitch, play the field, run, hit. That's, that's the dream, right? Um, but, yeah, DeGrom, 14 Ks. He looked filthy. It was against the Marlins. Uh, your boy, old friend, Starlin Castro, um, had a good reaction to one of the strikeouts. Um, yeah, the, they, they have tried to Mets blow it. They gave up four in the ninth, um, but they were up 6 nothing. I think they kept Avalon out there a little longer than they needed to uh, just because they could. But go Mets, 5-1. and one. Yeah, Avalon comes in after DeGrom, and their eyes open up. Yeah. Like, oh, we can see this one. Yeah, this is too easy. This guy's throwing beach balls. Classic line. It is classic. Or big as beach balls out there. <clears throat> you 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 tuning into like any Knicks games anymore? Like, is it? Hey, I have a question though. I, sure. I, I cancel that question. I don't want the answer to it. Okay. Is is Frankie Nilakina going to be a Nick next season? Uh, don't know. I would guess yes. <coughs> um, just because I don't think he has any value to be traded. Um, and the other Nick spin on that is that if they're Hoping to sign Durant, Kyrie Irving, you know, Zion if they get him, whoever they get. Um, when you bring in those kind of players, you need guys on the court that, like, play defense and pass and do the other stuff. So people are saying, like, Frank could be that guy. Like, you know, if Durant and Kyrie are out there balling, playing offense, like, all right, Frank, you just go guard the best guard, um, and that's all we're asking you to do. Um, so there's a theory there. I think uh, if you had to pick between him and Dennis Smith Jr., you just I'd assume Dennis Smith Jr. would be gone. I mean, I think right now Dennis Smith Jr. is a better basketball player, but he's a guy that like needs the ball and needs to shoot and needs to drive. And if you have you know Kyrie, Katie, whoever it is, we want them doing that. So. Uh, yeah, there, there's a world where Frank makes this work. Um, I mean, a, an extremely disappointing year, but um, I don't know. It's I think that's part of the territory that comes with tanking and some injuries. Um, but, yeah, and those Magic are fighting for the playoff spot. Sam's Magic, man. Yeah. Oh, I was listening to Michael K. show, and he said that he thinks Neil Keen is gone. <clears throat> and he's like, it sucks that his value is so low now. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a that was a thing. I don't I don't follow closely, so I was one. It's I mean, he op- very well. The way could you be. answered it, yeah, it seems like it's still an option. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he could be, and no one would flinch. Uh, you wouldn't flinch either way. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, you ready for the uh, the uh, national news? I think so. You come to Denver, you better be ready. And Greg Popovich was Jim. Ejected 63 seconds into the game, um, making all sorts of Popovich faces and movements. And, oh, this guy's hilarious, or is he a dick? Crashes Mike Malone's presser afterwards. He was smiling. They were giggling, having a good time. That part was actually kind of fun. Adam Jones, Mr. Jones and me, ejects a fan uh, from the Padres game. He's from San Diego, 
uh, playing on your D-backs this year. Said he was getting called the B-word and the F-word. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, the Giannis Harden MVP debate is basically going to be the only storyline for the next couple weeks for the NBA. couple seeding things, but that's pretty much it. Robert Kraft's lawyers say that the police did illegal police work while he was getting an illegal rub and tug. Conor McGregor in his old bed. Khabib, Habib Nurmagomedov still feuding. Conor McGregor saw a picture of their wedding stuff. He said, your wife is literally a towel. And the Marty Culpa show, Jim. Mr. Culpa, you broke it down. The umpire puts on quite a display for Major League Baseball last night. Nice. Ejection season. You got, you got <clears throat> Culpa ejecting the Astros. You got Pop getting ejected. You got Adam Jones ejecting a fan from the game. Everyone's getting ejected. I feel left out. I didn't get ejected from shit. Ejection day. <clears throat> you ever been ejected from anything? Uh, Yeah, I got thrown out of a high school basketball game. As a fan in attendance? Yeah. Well, it was Velarde. Oh, the superintendent threw you down? Yeah. Man. What you do? Shit on the guy in front of you? Um, no, I mean we just we we had a classic high school, you know, passionate student section. And you know, all all the regular stuff. Um also with kind of our our type of humor twist on it and you know, just be like, "Hey, hey ref, I mean that's that's a bad call." You know, kind of really sinking our teeth into them. And, yeah, we, our high school had one of the worst. I, I don't know how a person at a school could be so hated in what should be a fun position. Um, he was so hated as the athletic director. And then someone took over and was, like, beloved. So just proved that you could be beloved and do that job. The guy was just the worst. Um, we, I had, an, I had a, a story with, was it Valvardi? Velardi. Velardi? Like I Randy. had a story. I had a story with him. Ho- he took the hockey team was a co-op, so it was Pomperock High School and Watertown High School. Sure. And we played in Watertown at Taft, and our fans would have fun, you know. And we the all the Pomperock kids came, got called into a meeting. It was like me, Jameson Irvine, Todd Pifo, Rich Pifo, and we were all standing there. And uh, Velarde came in and t- started tearing us apart. Like the the student section is too wild. I came with my niece and, you know, they were like yelling things and someone yelled that the uh, someone was yelling that the girl on the other team like, wow, you're a fucking girl or something like that. Or no, it was um, four is a whore. They were chanting, Mm. (laughs) which is funny, but mean, mean Um, adult brain. This is the first time I'm thinking about this story with an adult brain. Yeah, I was just going to say the rest of your story just changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's so weird when I th- like I just saw this with my adult brain. I was like, that is kind of like, don't chant that. Yeah. Her parents really are in, her parents are there. Yeah. Four is a whore. Yeah. OK. Well, anyway, he yelled at us and said he was going to cancel the program if we didn't do anything. And we were all we're playing the game. Yeah. We didn't yell those things. Yeah. You're talking to the wrong people, sir. I, like, I think me and Jameson Irwin said that. Like, what are we supposed to do? It was weird. That guy sucked. Anyway, ejection season. I don't think I've ever been kicked out of anything. 
No, you you had it though, because yeah, that is bad. You can't yell for the whore. I mean, we would just say silly stuff to the ref, and then sometimes he'd just give you the get out of here, and we'd be like, what? Like, come on. The old heave ho. I oh hey what what is that a a that that zebra is doing a terrible job calling this game. Yeah. You know, just the hilarious stuff. Um, but no, that's the perfect example. Like he he was always one step away. Like, yeah, if you have people yelling four is a whore at a, at a, at a female athlete, that's a problem. Such a problem. Such a problem. You can't do that. Such a problem. Like, you should, you should if, if there's people from your school yelling that and you, like, suspend them or something for a day, like, that's almost cool. But the fact he would go to the sports team and be like, well, we're going to probably have to, you know, pull the plug on you guys if you don't fix this and be like, it's it's just like, dude, how could you miss these three connect the dots? You think yeah. those are our parents in the stands yelling that? Like whoever it is, go talk to them, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, yeah. Which so. ejection do you want to do first? Let's do Adam Jones first because it seems to be the easiest to talk about. Sure. Fan yelled at him some bad words and he rejected them. He's done this before. I I don't know if it was racial, but um. I uh. And he even said, like, you can yell that we suck, you can yell we stink, but when you start screaming at me like I'm not a human with profanities, well, you're gone. And I understand the people that would be like, yo, Adam Jones should be focusing on the game. It's kind of a soft move. I, I, I slightly get, like, Jones, just hone it out and focus on the game. But I understand more the fact that Jones is like, no, I, I like have somewhat power where I can make this stop. And I'm sure there are hundreds of people sitting around this guy that would like it to stop. And I and they can't do anything about it. So yeah. I'll make so I'll make it stop. Because when a guy's just screaming like straight up not funny. Right. Just mean things to a player, that sucks. Get that guy like if I'm sitting in that section, I'm happy Adam Jones kicked this guy out. Yeah, you almost wish there was like uh if 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 fans in a section if there's 25 fans in a section and like you know 15 can hit a button and like you can vote on getting a person out of a section and it's over 15 like that that would be a cool thing to have because we've all seen it i mean people can just be so dumb so dumb and they do feel entitled that they bought their i mean this is diamondbacks padre some someone spent you know, $18 plus fees to get his ticket, and he thinks he can stop being part of society, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, I, I, would say, I would say on the other side of that, the only um, anti thing I could think of is, like, A, not all players are great people. So you could, you could have someone just yell out like a casual, like, oh, you suck. Like just talking to, you know, whoever's on the Red Sox. And if they say, oh, you got to get out of here. You can't say that. I mean, then it, then it just becomes this bad time where it's like, yeah, yelling you suck isn't great. But I mean, it's kind of like it's part of sports at this point. Like you have to like if Adam Jones ejected someone who just kind of gave like a, oh, Adam Jones, you're bummed. You didn't get that next big contract, huh? And he just decided, like, he snapped, and he's like, all right, you're going to be the guy. You're out of here. Then that would kind of suck. But I, I agree. I, I think we're we're leaning Adam Jones because it's more than likely that there's just an idiot fan yelling bad stuff. Yep. Yep. 
Let's move on to Popovich. He got ejected 63 seconds into the game, which I think is a record. I didn't see why he got ejected. I searched for videos. All I saw was him saying, why? Why did you eject me? What did you, what am I, I why? You know, he's just asking, like, how? Why? What did I say? Yeah. So, did you, do you know, like, was there, I'm guessing it was just a call. He was arguing, but I didn't see footage of him yelling whatever he was yelling that got him ejected. I just saw his reaction to being ejected. Yeah, I mean, Poppy Gordo, well, not a lot of people in the world can read lips like you can. Um, it, it was after a dunk, and I think he was just mad, and yeah, it's unofficially the quickest ejection, um, beating Flip Saunders' record. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's a little reputational. Um, I don't know. Right now, there's... There's become a bigger split on Greg Popovich, um, and Jimmy. I've I've mentioned this before, but it's it, dude. It all comes back to winning. If you do stuff and you win, um, people don't care. Like he used to be a dick during interviews, and he used to do some of these crazy antics, and you'd be like, "Oh, Greg Popovich, though he's he's the best." You know, him him and Duncan and those Spurs teams, they're in it every year. Now that the Spurs have been basically irrelevant for five years. The whole thing is flipped on Popovich. Guys are like, yeah, he's kind of a dick. Like he's he's really rude to reporters and he's I I like people it comes off not as ridiculously fun because he's not winning as much. So um I don't know. And you know what? He just can't deal with those nuggets, baby. I don't think I'm trying to think what would warrant uh a ref ejecting someone 23 seconds into a game. I mean, I I think we're going to talk about the problem with referees and officiants soon, but yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what could Pop have said? It would have had to be so vulgar and so personal to get ejection right away. Like, you have to give a guy space or a warning or like, hey, I'm not going to deal with this today. You know what I mean? Like, at least a stern, we're not doing this today. I swear yeah. I'll eject you one more. Oh, you know what it was, Jim? Which which kind of plays into both sides here, I think. Is, I think he, like, the ref kind of went there. Like, pop, Pops was popping off, if you will. And so he gave him the T. Kind, kind of doing what you're saying, but still a little extreme with the technical. But kind of giving him the like dude we're not doing this tonight like stop um which again the t is extreme for that but then pop kept doing it so the guy was just like dude <laughs> like this is this is why you got the t this <laughs> this is what i was just talking about um so i don't know i you know you probably you shouldn't be tossing him that early um but i'm sure greg greg popovich will have some some nice quote about drinking a bottle of wine instead and he uh he crashed the other coach's presser, which was actually kind of silly. They kind of went like <laughs> arm in arm around each other and were talking for a little bit, which that's fun. So I'll he did, take that. He, he wanted to make his point that he didn't touch anyone or he didn't curse. He was like, right, thirteen seconds and no 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 physical altercation and no cursing. And uh, Marone or whatever his name is was like, yeah, pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. The bigger news, I guess, right now, or in my life, I don't know about the, everyone else, is uh, this Ron Culpa day. 
There were so many incidents from this game, Jake. I don't know if you know all of them. I did a breakdown of the main one, and which is going super viral right now, which is kind of cool. It's got over 100,000, views. I checked 10 seconds ago and it had 100,000. So I got 11,000 views in the last like 30 seconds. Um, my sports bookie just retweeted it and gave me a shout out. So that's pretty cool. Nice. But all right, I'm going to lay down everything that happened in this Culpa accident because I wanted to do breakdowns of the whole thing, but Twitter's got a two minutes and 20 seconds deal. Sure. Garrett Cole threw strike three, middle, middle. Like, strike three, and he called it a ball. So Garrett Cole stepped off. I was like, what? So that's yeah. that happens in the bottom of the first. In the top of the second, he calls a strike that actually – I don't think it's that egregious of a call. It, it, it looks like it broke around the plate. It ends up on the dirt when the catcher catches it, but I've seen that get called a strike. The, the yeah, it's, it's close. The missed, the missed strike from the inning before with Garrett Cole was egregious, like terrible, terrible call. Right. He must have blinked. But the dugout just starts yelling, no way, no way, and you can hear it. And he turns and he just, instead of like, diffusing it or or like we said say enough he starts yelling right. back he starts yelling like oh that's not a strike that's not a strike well no it's funny jim they they link he links up with the manager and it looks like they do like protocol like the manager comes out the first time and kind of gives them like a very inquisitive like dude you're doing too much and the umpire gives like three really big head nods which in hindsight is almost like a little kid giving you three big head nods no, so, and you know they're lying. So that no, that conversation was Hinch was saying, I'll take care of my guy. I got him. You don't yell at my guy. And uh and Culpa said to him, You got him? Okay. You got him? Thumbs up. Right. And they they went their separate ways. He gave like three big head nods while he was saying that. And then he returns and you're like, Okay, this should be totally diffused. And then And then he's it's before the next pitch even uh, the pitcher's on the mound ready to throw the pitch and Culpa, the umpire, is looking at the dugout and not out at the field. So Hinch is like, don't look in here. Get out of our dugout. Like, don't, yeah. you, like you don't have rabbit ears. Don't be looking for something. Look out right. there. And he's saying, look out there, look out there. So then they start John again. And again, Hinch is just trying to say, listen, I have to defend my guys. You can see him say at one point, like, I got to defend my guys. You can't be looking in here. And it gets diffused again. The next pitch is, I think the next pitch is actually a worse call. They call it a strike. The dugout doesn't say a thing. Yeah. Dugout doesn't say a thing. And Culpa turns his head and looks into the dugout as if to say, got anything to say about that one? Yeah. And then Hinch just goes, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't look at my guys. You can't look at my guys. And uh, Culpa says, I can do anything I want or I can do whatever the hell I want and it's like Jesus and then I didn't so I didn't I didn't get to talk about this in my breakdown Espada is the bench coach now and he's holding Hinch back and Culpa moves around Hinch and whispers something at Espada like get this fucker out of here and Hinch goes crazy man he starts like trying to run at him like real crazy yeah so that's the main incident then, later in the game, he called another clear-cut strike a ball for Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole gets the next out. He's walking to the dugout. He's walking to the dugout. He, you can see him biting his tongue and not saying anything to Culpa. 
Right. He's in the middle of the game. Culpa yells at him, got something to say? Got, and then they just start jawing, and then Max Stassi, the catcher for the Astros, runs up to get in the middle of it, and Culpa pushes Max Stassi, not like terribly, but just like nudges him away, like, get out of here. Makes contact, yeah. though. You can't do that to an ump, so they shouldn't be able to do that to you. Right. <laughs> Next inning, Garrett Cole's throwing his warm-up pitches. He's in the middle of his warm-ups, and Culpa stands in front of home plate and says, that's enough. You throw one more, you're done. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. It's like the timer ran out. You throw one more, you're done. Let's go. And uh, I think that's all that, that happened. It was a lot. Like I, the, the video I posted, just one incident. It was a lot. It was the Culpa show. It's terrible, man. Yeah, it's bizarre. I and I've I've wondered for years why. Like, are the umpires such a tightly knit crew that you can't be like, yo, we have to suspend Marty Culpa for this? Yeah, their union is so strong, and the MLB has given them so much power. It's institu- it's institutionalized right now. It needs like I'll be interested. I don't think the MLB is going to do anything. I think Culpa's right. No. I think he can do anything he wants. Yeah, they just kind of sweep it under the rug and and hope it goes away. But yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll we've deal seen with incidents, it internally. We've seen incidents like this for years, and it's just, I mean, it's it's insulting to the games. It's insulting to both teams on the field. Like even the, the Rangers who are on the other side of this. I mean, at a certain point, they're going. This is fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting so many replies on Twitter from everyone right now. And yeah, yeah. There's, I've been gotten a lot of Rangers like, hey, I mean, I hate the Astros, but this is fucking bad. I mean, it's so bad because it's, it's nothing to do with baseball. It's zero to do with baseball. And it's just the the looks into the dugout. I mean, because you mentioned rabbit ears. That's the old umpire term. And that's really fun, actually, because I like to actually picture them with rabbit ears. <laughs> And you picture the ears facing each dugout. And it's like, if you hear, you know, if you hear every, you know, oh, ump, we got to have that, or where is that, or that's right there. There's a line between hearing that every now and then, because they're a team, they're competitive, they're trying to win. You have to understand that any 50-50 call, any 20-80 call, they're going to try to fight for because they're trying to win. There's clearly a line when it gets excessive, and then the ump can give a, like, you guys got to tone it down a little bit. I'm calling a game here. Like, you, both teams, I'm, I'm doing, this, doing this for both teams. Get out of here. He doesn't have rabbit ears, Jim. He has freaking crooked neck. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. literally not looking at the game. He's staring in the Astros' dugout. It's pathetic. It's crazy. I mean, they're not going to do anything. You know, he looks like the bad guy from Disturbia. Um, a little bit, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about that actor? Yeah, and he's got a shit eating grin the whole time. But yeah, I mean well, that's you, you know, ba- I I think that's interesting. Baseball players and baseball teams can get into brawls. Why can't Hinch go at this guy? You know, like dude, it would be I I the head motion you just did for obvious reasons. It would be the biggest news ever. But but seriously, like it's especially if he did the. Like, if you have the Espada thing where he says, get this guy the hell out of here or something like that, fuck it. Like, Hint should be able to give him a push and just get a three-game suspension. He, he tried. He tried. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's what I'm saying, and that's why the whole team holds him back because, dude, if he, if he pushed the ump, I mean, that's like 10-game suspension. That would be worse than, like, any beanball or anything. Yeah, and the ump, the ump nudged Stashy, like, get out of here with his helmet, whatever. It's, yeah. It's crazy. So, 
in the future, if anyone's watching any other MLB games and something interesting happens, send them my way so I can make a breakdown because on a personal note, how much people are loving the breakdown I did is awesome. Yeah. I'm getting like the blue checkmark brigade of MLB writers are all retweeting it. Yeah. Tons of quote tweets, though. It kind of blows. But whatever. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Now it's at 115. There you go. I gained like 200 followers. I always feel bad because I feel like I'm going to lose half of those as soon as the next Yankee game starts. And they're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> right. Yankee guy. <laughs> he is a Yankee guy and tweets nothing but Yankee stuff during games. And cheers. Cheers. I'm almost done, dude. Yeah, I know. Make that, I'll make that my, my halftime thing. Sure. We had a funny conversation in our cheers group chat. Because yeah. me and, like, three other guys all started Cheers. They're way behind. And it's like, fucking 11 seasons of 25 episodes? I'm never starting such an ambitious rewatch of a show again. And I like it. I'm enjoying Cheers, and I want it to end. I know I'm going to get so sentimental about a show that's been off the air for, like, <laughs> 30 years. Yeah. But 40 years even now. But, man, yeah. I need to finish Cheers. I haven't watched any other shows. I'm a huge shows guy. Like, you know that. Yeah. I've only been watching Cheers. Actually, it's, it's, it's been fun for me because about five of you were watching Cheers kind of at the same time, but at slightly different times. And it was funny just to watch the wave of like, yo, starting Cheers and being like, okay, settling in. And then Cheers kind of hit their groove and everyone was excited. I'd probably say like, Seasons three, seasons four. And now you're all toast. You're all exhausted. It's a good show. It's just like, we got to finish it. Yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, after you get past season like three, you have to. And how many seasons are there? Eight, nine? Eleven. Eleven. So, there you go. It's crazy. This is a good show, though. Frazier just got cheated on. Damn. Lilith. Yeah. I like Frasier a lot, but I'm not going to watch Frasier because that's too much of a commitment. Yeah. I used to watch Frasier. I know. You know what Niles, show I, the dad? There's a show on Netflix called Traitors that I find I found interesting. Katie and I watched the first episode. This is more for six-pack cinema, I guess. It's filmed in a way that made me and Katie dizzy. So Maybe I don't know. Dizzy, okay. I don't know if anyone else on here watches every Netflix show or at least gives it a shot that listens to John Boy and Jake Radio, but if anyone wants to, t has anyone watched the first episode of Traitors? Like I love the plot and everything. They filmed it. Every angle is like really crooked, and then they have moving cameras that kind of go crooked to straight to crooked, and they blurred out half the screen like with fog, and then things are in focus. Mm. It's definitely like the style they're going for. Me and Katie are like, this is making me dizzy. Yeah, it seems like a whole thing. So if anyone else started Traders on Netflix and wants to talk about it, I'm free. Sounds like you are watching another show then. <laughs> uh, well, we Katie was like, I don't want to watch. We're, Katie and I are in different spots of Cheers. Right. So we can't watch it together. So every now and then we try another show. But like, I usually watch 10 shows at once. and I know. It's crazy. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh.
6 o'clock. Time for the news. A man inadvertently proved a university study that said all hipsters dressed the same correct when he got mad at them for using his picture as the proving point of their article. Yikes, it wasn't him. It was another hipster that looked just like him. What a doofus. A Pennsylvania woman tried to eat seven bags of heroin after being stopped by the cops. Wonder how that worked out. Dumb and Dumber 2. Two men were arrested after shooting each other while wearing protective bulletproof vests. A middle school teacher says she was fired over a topless selfie that was sent to her just her boyfriend. And an epic hour-long battle of her parking space unfolded on Twitter. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. I don't know. None of these stories do much for me. Does anyone get your interest? Yesterday we had so many good ones, and today's kind of dull. Yeah, the hipster thing a little bit, um, just because it plays into my, like, and, and I mean, this is kind of heavy, but like, you know, ev- everyone should be equal and, you know, that's that's the world we want to work to and get to. Um, but we've gotten away from like being able to appreciate people for being different. Like, I don't know, like I, I was like calling myself a jock is comical at this point in my life. But like, I love doing sports. Like if, if people asked, you know, who I who I kind of hung out with in high school, they'd be like, oh, he rolls with the jocks. And like the problem is. Like, that can be okay. Like, I love sports. I love playing sports. I love talking sports. I still do it to this day. And you have to know jocks have some stereotypes, and you have to lean into them and be like, yeah, you know, I've got a couple buddies that are meatheads and stuff like that. Like, if you're a hipster, you've made a conscious decision to want to be a hipster. And that's kind of the life you want to live. If you want to go skinny jeans and wear, you know, whatever beanies you like or whatever, like... Don't be like, whoa, you're calling me a hipster, dude? It's like, yeah, man, and that's cool. But like, don't be, don't be mad about it. I think the unawareness is what makes hipsters hipsters. To a degree. There's, like, there's, there's so a... much in one bubble, and they right. don't, don't want to be in any bubble. That that's the whole thing. Yeah, I think, I think to a degree. I think it's 50-50. I think it started that way. And now I think there's so many people that have tried to evolve into that bubble, and that's how you became a hipster. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. Definitely embarrassing to be like, we don't all look the same. Quit using my picture for this article. And they're like, that's not you. It's just another hipster that looks just like you. Well, bad news, buddy. Um, thank you for proving the point. Um, yeah, it's like an NPR article. So that's that's where we are in 2019. Um what else is good here? Middle school teacher sending a nude to the boyfriend? I mean, what's even... Yeah, she's pretty attractive. She doesn't know how it got leaked. Your boyfriend leaked it, sorry. But yeah. she doesn't know how it got leaked, and she got fired over it, and she was like, I'd sent that to my boyfriend, and it's just my nipples. Like, if my boyfriend sent me a picture of him shirtless, I, no one gets fired, and the principal said, how am I supposed to put you in a class full of young boys when they can take a phone their phone out and have a picture of you naked on their screen well it's like deal um yeah. i don't know yeah let you should be you should be allowed to send nude pictures to people 
but you should also know that they're going to get out. It popped up in a student's inbox. What the hell? What? That's the opening line to this article. A middle school teacher says she was fired after an old topless selfie that she once sent to an ex-boyfriend popped up in a student's inbox. Well, here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. If you ever take a nude selfie and send it to anyone, you can't really be shocked when it gets out because they all get out. Like, it sucks that that's the world we live in, but they all get out. Yeah. So, I mean, you ever, you ever have a friend who's got, like, a whole category catalog in his phone? He's like, check this out. And you're like, dude, that's kind of sad, man. Yeah, and it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I want to support her, as you obviously know. Um, I She lost me here. She goes... She goes, how it got out is the million-dollar question. Like, I'm with you there. Then she goes... <laughs> Do I get a million dollars for solving it? Because uh, no. her ex-boyfriend posted it online. No. Um, she goes on to say, if a male teacher's nipples were displayed, there would be no punishment. Well, she's right. That's how society is set up. People don't want right. society set up that way. They want it to start evolving. Free the nipple. You're all about free the nipple. No, I'm not. I hate free the nipple. Um, um, yeah, she's right, b- bummed out for her. Does suck. I like this story. This story sparks sparks my young childhood brain. Two men were arrested for shooting each other in the vest in the chest while wearing bulletproof vests. Everyone yeah. wants to do this and try this. Every guy wants to do this and try this, but is so too logical and smart, right, to do so. So I yes. envy these guys for being so dumb that they got to actually try this and survive it. Do you get where I'm coming from? Oh, yeah. Like, any guy would do this. If, if you could sign something that guaranteed you wouldn't die, every person would do this. Yeah, every person. I, or I would want to get in a huge rolling car accident, too. If you guaranteed I didn't get hurt, I just want to experience it. Right. But I'm I'm I have too much logic in my brain, so I'm jealous of how dumb these guys are. They're going to jail. What do they go for jail for? I guess like just. I don't think you'd do the car accident. If I couldn't die, it's like a roller coaster. You, you got dizzy watching a TV show. I don't think you're doing the car accident. Well, I don't see how those compare. I mean, I'm picturing a rolling, flipping car accident. I'd get so dizzy. I, I mean, that's the idea to get dizzy. It's like going on a roller coaster or tilt a whirl. Okay. I love the Tilt-A-Whirl. All right. It's going to be a little different than Tilt-A-Whirl. If any of you know how to safely crash a car, Jim's in. Yeah, my sister did it. She flipped her car, and I was always like, what did it feel like? Right. Um, But I'd go into it knowing, like, okay, we're about to get dizzy. Right. So that's the TV show you weren't prepped to get dizzy. You like being prepared for your dizziness. Got it. Yeah, I don't want to get dizzy watching a TV show. I want to get dizzy flipping around a million times. Got it. What was the uh, last roller coaster you were on? Uh, like a little fair one in Pleasanton last summer. When was the last real roller coaster you were on? Probably 2010. We did Universal Studios and Luke had a thing there. 
Okay. I like roller coasters. I hate the line. The line, the 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 juice isn't worth the squeeze. Lines me. are awful. Lines are awful. Completely agree on that. Maybe things have changed in almost a decade. We when gotta we, get you back on a roller coaster. When we went in Florida in two thousand ten or eleven, we paid for that fast track and, and me and my dad like mapped it out. Like, okay, we're gonna check in here, we're gonna go there. The next one is a ten minute walk, we'll check in. And we did it and we did every coaster in the park without a line. But nice. it was like, you know, a game plan. Like let's, right. but it was it was fun. There's so, tactics. I don't know how many roller coasters I could do. Like I don't think I'd be able to do that many now. But I, right. I'd be able to find like, give me one good one, okay, and, I'm, and then I'm good. We'll have to find out. Yeah, when I was younger, I loved the the wooden rickety ones more than yeah. the, like the loops. Yeah. Well, Middlebury, Connecticut has had the most famous rickety roller coaster in the world, the Mad Mouse. Quasi, the oldest individually private owned amusement park in America. Yes, sir. Pretty gross place. Used to, used to hit dingers across the street there. Ooh. That's where the Little League field was. What about, what's the other story on here? Uh, see, this like epic, this this headline. Thoughts right. on Yankees bringing up, uh, Blake, we do that in Talking Yanks, not on here, but uh, 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 you can tweet at me, I'll give you them there. Epic hour-long battle over a parking space unfolds on Twitter, Jake. Mm. I think this is going to suck. Like okay. If I click on it, I think it's just going to be two annoying people like making friendly jokes to each other. Um, but I think it's it's a lot like your Lacroix story that you liked, We're like strangers. But I don't know. This car is blocking this car from grabbing this prime spot. Oh, so someone was filming a battle. Oh, I like it. Someone was filming a battle of cars from their like office window. Okay. I thought it was going to be two people on Twitter tweeting back and forth about the spot. I What's my LaCroix story? One guy just said, my LaCroix got stolen. The other guy said, wow, I just found this LaCroix. You loved it. I don't remember that at all. It was a college story. One kid met a girl on Bumble and was like, I'm actually... Oh, the internet story. I thought it was like a personal me in the supermarket story. No, yeah. no. The no. internet story is great, yes. Yeah, I thought that the, it was going to be like this, but it wasn't. But anyway, that story looks good, but I would have to really read it and figure it out before we could talk about it. And I don't want to do that. So. Better of the day, it's the better of the day. Better of the day, better of the day. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey Jakey's on a hot streak, folks. He is now 3-0 on the week, crushing his baseball picks. Hasn't got a baseball pick yet in his life while hosting a show and giving them on the airwaves of this network. And I got yeah. it wrong, Jake. I disagreed with you. It's one of those disagreements where I'm, I'm not upset about it. Right. Because it went 11 innings and no one scored a run. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where like, come on, Vegas. That was pretty fucking close. All, all bets were off at a certain point. What, whatever happened, you had to deal with it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my rocks. They're they're too persistent. Oberg works out of a jam in the ninth to bring it to extras. Um, 
Jimmy, James, John Boy, couple good ones on here. Um, I mean, the Mets opening day, that's a little bit of a cop-out. They'd had the travel thing, too, and the Nats, the Nats won. They put up some runs last night. I'm going to go, and, and that's not even money. That's Mets are 120, negative one, minus 127. Jim, this is easy. And I, I love when you're going to agree with me off the bat, and we don't even have to do the song and dance. The Detroit Tigers. It's their opening day. Oh wow! It's so a, that's a huge, that's a huge event in Detroit, bigger than any other state or town. One of the bigger states. Like they do opening day different than the Yankees do, different than the Mets do. Oh yeah, um, it's opening day in Detroit. They're four and three. It's a really proud sports town. Jimmy, the Royals are favored, and wow. the Royals, the Royals are two and three right now. And they're just not a good team either. But that's everyone thinks Detroit is that bad. But right now, Detroit's got some energy. It's going to be opening day. The place is going to be going insane. Easy money, Detroit, today. So Detroit over the Royals? Yeah. Who's the pitching matchups? Not that I really... I'm with you. Your boy, Jacob Junis. Versus... Ooh. Versus Spencer Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull. Who's that? 26. <laughs> they list him as a reliever. I don't know if he's an opener. No, he'll he's an actual starter. I mean, he's he's a kid. Both both these guys aren't good, but it's Detroit opening day. It's party day in Detroit. Party day. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. There we yep. go. Yeah. Power of opening day. Got to you got to roll with it. Power of opening day. Power of opening day. That about ends this, Jake. We got one more left this week. Um, Friday show. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We apologize that we were a little late today. But uh, fucking deal with it. Deal with that. You good? Leave a rating and review. You know, since we were late to get the show to you today, your punishment is that you have to leave a five-star yeah. rating and review and say, uh, thank you for being late. That's what you write in your review. Thank you for being late. Five stars, rate, subscribe, review. Blue Oyster Colt burning for you.